On today's show, FCA is looking for a new CEO and we have a bombshell of a suggestion. Now, Munich, Germany is looking at banning diesels and we take a look at Nissan's first electric car. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show that's researched, written, and produced for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. The CEO of FCA, Sergio Marchion, is scheduled to retire at the end of next year, and now the search is on to find his replacement. Bloomberg reports that the FCA board could consider Richard Palmer, the head of finance, or Alfredo Altavilla, who runs FCA of Europe. But it could also include Mike Manley, who runs Jeep, or Reed Bigland, who runs U.S. sales, as well as the Alfa Romeo and Maserati brands. And here's our Autoline Insight. We think two other names could make the list. First is Pietro Gorlier, who runs Mopar, and he has turned that into a global operation. And the next one could be a shocker. We think it's possible the board would have to consider Mark Fields, who just got tossed out at Ford. Look, during his career at Ford, Fields ran Mazda. He worked in South America. He ran Ford of Europe, ran the premier automotive group, was the head of North America, and became CEO. So he could easily run FCA. Moreover, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He has something to prove. And there's something of a precedent for this. Nearly 40 years ago, Ford fired Lee Iacocca, who then went to Chrysler. Iacocca also had something to prove. And as the old saying goes, the rest is history. As you all know, electric cars are nothing new. Heck, Detroit Electric was making EVs back in 07, as in 1907. And now as Nissan gets ready to introduce an all new Leaf, it's giving us a peek into its electric past. Check out this cool looking electric car from 1947 called the Tama. It almost looks like an old milk truck. Tama started out life as an aircraft maker but after World War II, it switched to cars, which included an electric model because of a gasoline shortage in Japan. Like many EVs today, the Tama stored its batteries underneath the floor, but they were also mounted on a sliding rack for an easy swap. The first ones had a top speed of 21 miles an hour, but later they bumped that up to 22 miles an hour, and it had a range of 40 miles. While Tama was not a part of Nissan at the time, the EVs were nearly made entirely by engineers from Nissan and another automaker, Prince Motor Company. Prince purchased Tama in 1952, and Nissan took over Prince in 1966. Autonomous cars will never go anywhere unless the proper regulations are in place. And that is coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Ask anyone what they think an autonomous car looks like, and they'll probably describe Waymo's bubble car. But it's time to bid that cute car farewell. Waymo announced it's going to retire that fleet, and instead, it's now going to concentrate on its fleet of Chrysler Pacifica minivans. And that's the path that Waymo will likely take towards full autonomy. Collaborating with automakers to design and make cars with no pedals or steering wheels and use Waymo's custom-built radar, LIDAR, and vision systems on those vehicles. In other AV news, 
Chevrolet announced it's completed building 130 autonomous Bolt EVs at its Orion assembly plant in Michigan. The vehicles will be put into fleets for testing purposes, which GM says will eventually grow to 180 cars. Speaking of AVs, the U.S. Senate is working on legislation to govern them. Three U.S. senators, in a bipartisan effort, have come up with guidelines for any regulations. They want to prioritize safety, promote innovation, reinforce separate federal and state roles, strengthen cybersecurity, and educate the public. The three senators are John Thune, a Republican from South Dakota, Gary Peters, a Democrat from Michigan, and Bill Nelson, a Democrat from Florida. You know, with all the partisan bickering going on in Washington, we think it's great to see both sides of the aisle working together to bring autonomy to the marketplace. Coming up next, the German post office wants electric vans so bad, it's willing to make them itself. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. Whether it's on television, online, or through social media, AutoLine knows how to effectively get your marketing message to the people you want to reach. Contact Stacy Eman today. China is far and away the biggest producer of electric vehicles, and it wants to keep the momentum going. The government set a goal to have electrified vehicles, including plug-in hybrids, reach 8% of sales by next year. Then they want it to go to 10% by 2019 and 12% by 2020. But last year, they only accounted for 1.8% of sales, and most of those sales went to government agencies. And that's left many in the auto industry saying that those goals are too ambitious and that China should back off. But China is not backing down. It's going to go ahead with those strict sales targets. Over in Germany, the city of Munich is considering banning diesel-powered vehicles to reduce high levels of nitrogen oxide. According to Reuters, between 130,000 and 170,000 vehicles could be affected by the ban, although cars that meet Euro 6 emission standards would be exempt. Stuttgart is also looking to kick off some vehicles from its roads sometime next year as well. The big German automakers are big proponents of diesel cars, so it's surprising to see their home country turn its back on that kind of engine. And this next story may explain why they're doing that. The German postal service, Deutsche Post DHL Group, and Ford have teamed up to build electric delivery vans. Production is scheduled to begin next month, and 2,500 vans, based on the transit, will be built by the end of 2018. Deutsche Post currently builds smaller electric vans that it operates under its street scooter subsidiary. And you know, if that diesel engine ban expands to other cities, the German post office is ready. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.